0: You are listening to the Otherworldly Oracle official podcast, a Burning Hallows production. I am your Otherworldly host, Kitty Fields. Unfortunately, today, our witchy sister and co-host, Elora Rain, is currently taking a much-needed break in order to recuperate from some recent unexpected medical issues. Y'all send her your love and good vibes, please. Don't forget to hit the follow or subscribe button to receive notifications of our future weekly episodes. Pay a visit to our websites, allorrain.com, for tarot and numerology readings, and otherworldlyoracle.com for educational blogs on magic and paganism. Head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash burninghallows to access exclusive content including bloopers, Book of Shadows pages, and much more. We also give shout outs so if you sign up, you could hear your name on air. Now onto the show. She calls to you in the middle of a sandstorm. She follows down the darkest of alleys. When you need comfort, she lays by your side. When you need protection, she runs ahead and destroys all those in her path. She is the lady of perfumes. She is the lady of heaven and earth, the mistress of splendor. And today her worship is thriving. She is Bastet, the cat goddess of ancient Egypt. So grab your catnip and settle in for another episode in our popular Deity series. Okay, so we do not have Alora for this episode, but if we did, this is about the point where we would ask each other if we've personally worked with Bastet as a deity in our practice. And I don't know if Alora has, but I personally have worked with Bastet and she still pops up in my my spiritual realm from time to time she's incredibly responsive and she will make her presence known boldly. She is one of the most responsive deities I've ever worked with, to be sure. Before we dive in, I'd like to read a prayer to Bastet that is from a tomb inscription in Egypt. O mistress of the oracle Bastet, queen of cats, lady of perfumes, hear my loving prayer. Grant me life, prosperity, health every day, long life, and beautiful old age. So who is Bastet exactly? If you didn't know by now, she is an ancient Egyptian goddess. Her name was originally pronounced Ubast or Bast, and some people actually in Egypt today pronounce it like Ba. She is the Egyptian cat goddess, typically represented by the image of a black cat or as a woman with the head of a cat. She's probably one of the most well-known deities in the world. Yet, strangely, we don't know as much about her as you would think. She's mentioned quite a bit in tomb inscriptions and also in pyramid texts. But believe it or not, we don't have a lot on her as far as the myths go. Scholars believe Bastet might have once been the Egyptian lion-headed goddess of war, Sekhmet. But over time, her persona sort of softened, and she morphed into a new, more domesticated feline in Bastet. According to one of our favorite writers, Judica Ills, in her book, The Encyclopedia of Spirits, Bastet's cult began in the Nile Delta swamps. Her worship began around 3500 BCE, but gained popularity around 950 BCE. Her major temple was at the cult city center of Bubastis where her annual festival was held. Next, we're going to go into her manifestations, her qualities, and her domains. So how does Bastet manifest? And I just want to preface this with saying that this is my personal experience. So there's a lot of talk lately about SPG versus UPG, what is shared gnosis versus what is unverified personal gnosis. This to me is personal to me. So I would say that it is UPG, how I see her. I just wanted to make that known before I go into it. Anyway, how I see Bastet. Typically when she's come to me in visions and in dreams, she is a beautiful, seductive woman with curves and a lot of sex appeal. She just oozes this enchanting sexual femininity she has really seductive eyes. She has a, a basically black hair and like a bob cut to her shoulders and usually is wearing a white linen skirt and a bikini-type top. Music seems to always surround her. She loves to dance. Truly, though, she takes on and personifies all of the qualities of the domesticated cat. She's grounded in the physical, yet also liminal, just like a cat. They're able to cross over between the physical and the spiritual worlds with ease, right? Okay, her domains. She is the patron of mothers, healers, magicians, diviners, dancers, and musicians. She rules over protection of the home, women and children, marriage, protection of cats. She wards off illness, promotes fertility, and aids in childbirth. Sexuality, reverie, perfume, beauty, and war are also under her domain. She is traditionally known as a ward of snakes as she fought off the evil snake Apep in Egyptian mythology. She is also linked with the eye of Ra, the sun, and the moon. She is a psychopomp, one who guides the dead to the afterlife. She protects against evil spirits and disease And specifically with this, we're thinking about how cats are kept in barns to ward off rats, mice, and other vermin that tend to carry disease that have been spread to humans over the years. Now let's talk about working with Bastet in our personal practice. Signs that she might be calling you. You're walking down the road and a black cat runs across the road in front of you. That's usually the first sign in my experience that Bastet is wanting to work with you. And then all of a sudden you're seeing cats like everywhere, everywhere you go, they're running out into the road, they're following you in parking lots. They might even show up in your driveway, which this might not even be a normal thing. I know that there's some witches and people out there that tend to just attract cats wherever they go, (laughs) but this might be something that you're not used to and that you've noticed. Yeah, so you're going to have strays that might follow you home. It might be begging for food. You'll probably hear her name on the TV, maybe in movies. Maybe you'll see it online. And it's not just one or two signs. Usually there's a myriad of signs that come up when a deity like Bastet is calling you. You might dream of black cats, cats in general, or Bastet herself. You might have always been drawn to ancient Egypt and its religion and magic. You might also be a sun and a moon person. And then sometimes she also comes to people when they're starting a new home or a family or they're moving homes as well, since she's the protector of the household. Let's talk about her sacred days. In Bubastas, her cult city center was the Bass Festival and it celebrated her birth. According to Herodotus, this bass festival was the most popular in all of ancient Egypt and boasted some 700,000 participants. This celebration honored her and basically allowed women to act freely and ecstatically as they pleased. Herodotus claimed, Women were freed from all constraints during the annual festival at Bubastis they celebrated the festival of the goddess by drinking, dancing, making music, and displaying their genitals. If you can imagine women sailing up and down the Nile River to the festival of Bubastis, they're drinking, they're dancing, they're laughing, they're having a freaking great time, and they're flashing one another. Honestly, it sounds like a blast to me. Okay, her sacred places, obviously ancient Egypt, Egypt in general, specifically bubastis and temples, in which housed and honored cats back in the day or even today. She also manifests and finds the desert as a sacred place. And also her sacred place is within the home where she's honored anywhere, your home even, if you work with her. Her symbols are the Eye of Ra, the moon, and the Sistrum, which is ancient rattle that you can actually still buy and use today to honor her. As far as food and offerings, she loves catnip. And I'm not talking about the cheap stuff that you get like from the pet store or in the grocery store that's all dried out like herb in a, in a bag. No, no. She loves it when you grow it in your own garden. And I feel like everybody can do this. You just need a pot and some catnip that you bought from your garden store, right? It doesn't take much. You don't have to have a full garden, but even just a pot. When grown at the home and then when you harvest it and give it to her fresh or as a tea or an infusion, she particularly loves that in my experience. Also wine and beer. Perfume, since she's the lady of perfumes, you can spray it directly on her statue or image. You can also dress her image in oils like lavender, jasmine, Egyptian chamomile, and myrrh. As far as incense, if you're going to burn incense for her, frankincense and myrrh is also traditional. Caring for cats, for your own cats, for other cats, that's an act of worship in Bastet's name. And then, of course, she appreciates water. So that's going to be wrapping it up for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode in our popular deity series. We'd like to give a big otherworldly thank you to all of our listeners, whether you're new or returning. Stay tuned for another episode in the future, and remember, whether you're in the land of the Fey or the land of the ancestors, stay otherworldly.